Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Train said he would join us, but um, 
I don't see him currently, but he said he was good for a little while. Um, but what I, with the person that uh, or reliable that I do see is my brother. And unfortunately, for the first time in a few years, um, uh, probably first time in a long time, but at least for the show, for the first time in a few years, he will not be joining me live this year. But at least we have him on the phone as he'll be staying home in Atlanta with his family. But at least we have him tonight. JB, welcome to the Madden Voice. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Um, <laughs> my head is shaking about as much as yours is, so this ought to be interesting. I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but I know we have a whole lot to talk about, too. Yeah, so I don't see trains, so let's, you know, and who knows, I mean, eh, you know. I know it's a, it's a, I, I actually did consider just not even having a show, but I, I really wanted to, if nothing else, I wanted to talk about them damn Cowboys, if nothing else. Um, so let's start there. If Chang comes on, we can hit on a few other, the key things and, um, and, uh, and then we'll get on out of here and, you know, we'll all celebrate our holiday and who knows, you know, I might come back on Friday or Saturday or something, especially since the Cowboys don't play this weekend. Uh, maybe I'll come back over the weekend and do another show. So we'll see. But um, so, Jay, I'm curious. We haven't talked about the game at all. So I, I have no idea where your head is as a fellow Cowboys fan. But uh, obviously you've, you've heard the scuttlebutt about Garrett and you've heard Jerry Jones's comments. And, you know, I, I, you know, coaches coach, players play. And um, certainly there's enough blame to go, all, go all around. Um, but do you, do you think – that uh, Jerry Jones has, is in a good place as far as his frustration. And, you know, let's cut to the chase. Um, do you think it's time to cut bait with Jason Garrett? Uh, well, I'll go back to your original question with, with Jerry Jones. I think he's – I think he has every right to feel what he feels because I think he his voice – resonates with with how I feel um being frustrated with the coaching because I've I've stated this before as a matter of fact I think it was two or three weeks ago we were talking about how somebody that you was getting it into with on either Twitter or Instagram what have you after the Giants win was was going off about the coaching staff and how they need to go and everything and, and I was saying well I hear where he's coming from he's probably a little too far out there but I get his point and and I think that's where 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 Jerry Jones is He's got the talent on this team, and the talent has never been a question. I mean, if you look at the rosters up and down all 32 teams, Cowboys are stacked at, at basically every position. But to be 6-5, and five, to be on the road against the Patriots, to have a chance to win and have these miscues happen, these, these faux pas, I can definitely understand where he's coming from. As far as Garrett goes, He's been on the hot seat from, from day one because, obviously, he doesn't have a contract extension. He's a lame duck coach. So I think with this particular season, it's always been the Cowboys have to perform at least to the stand of the talent on that team or even beyond that, and that hasn't happened. The ultimate question now is, should he be fired now or just not resign at the end of the year? And I don't know if that's going to change continuity, if they go ahead and fire him. I don't know if it's going to change the mindset of the team if they keep him on. Uh, I'm in the belief of uh, I think he has to go, but I don't see I don't see it happening now. I think it's going to be just at the end of the season, and um, they don't resign him and find another coach. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so I've been all over the place with this. Uh, I, um, you know, after the Vikings loss, I kind of came to the position that coaching is an issue. And, you know, I, I was pretty much done defending Jason Garrett. Um, you know, if you're an old-time Cowboy fan, you, you got to like Jason Garrett. You got to remember the 1994 Thanksgiving game where he came in and he threw three touchdowns and won the game. And he's been part of the organization yep. on and off his entire career. Um, you know, and as far as just a, a stable, consistent voice at the helm, I mean, he's been, you know, you can go to look at his first news conference and you can look at, his most recent news conference and his message has been very consistent. Um, he doesn't get too high after the wins. He doesn't get too low after the losses. And uh, even to the point where this week, you know, he sounded very Bill Belichickian, you know, we're keeping our eyes forward to Buffalo, um, you know, with all of the, all of the news about Jerry Jones um, and, and he just kind of stood there and took it and, didn't really, you know, when he was questioned, I watched, I made a point to watch the Monday night news conference, the first one after, um, I mean, he does one after the game, but then the first one after they get back to Dallas. And I made a point to watch his news conference, which I normally wouldn't have watched during the week because there's not much there that I can't just get off the website, but I watched it. And he, he looked unhappy. He looked uncomfortable. But he had the same message. He 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 didn't get lured in to you know any speculation. He's like, look, we're 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 thinking about Buffalo, and that's where we're at, and you know. And, and for that, yeah, you, you have to you have to give him credit. I see you, Doctor Train. I'll pull you in momentarily. You got to give him credit. Um, so on that level, you can't dislike the man. But at some point. You, you, there's no more excuses. There's the, the miscues that this very talented team does. At some point, you, you know, you, you, you can say, well, you know, players play and coaches coach. But, you know, when, when you're kicking off into the wind and your guy's back at the end line and no one says move up 10 yards, Troy Aikman is literally saying it before the kickoff. Why is you know, Tony Pollard at the end line, he should be up 10 yards. That that, that kick is not going to get to the end line. And someone should be telling him this. And sure enough, what happened? <laughs> um, you know, now was it Garrett's fault or the special teams coach's fault? Or, or as Garrett said, we had players lined up on the 10. And, you know, Pollard, I guess, called the guy off and then miscued. So where does the fault line? But at some point, you can't, you know, it's like there's always an explanation. There's always an excuse. At some point, it's like, okay, I, I can't, you know, the, the, the punt, you know, where Belichick didn't have anybody back deep and he ended up having a false start and then an illegal motion. And, you know, there's just, there's always seems to be something where you have to say, what is, what's going on with this team and what's going on with Jason Garrett? But then I look at things like, you know, um, Dak Prescott interception, Amari Cooper, not one catch, like not mm. one. You couldn't get open, mm-hmm. but not one. You've been terror. You've been t- pro football focus has you as the number one rated wide receiver in the league, and you couldn't get one catch. And then the biggest play of the game, and you drop it. Like you're that dude, and you drop it. Jason Witten, Mr. Reliable, two drops. You know. Um, 
you know, there's so many plays you look at and you look at the players, like, what are you guys doing? You know, false starts and holding calls. And, and hey, I get it. I get it. The tripping calls were both were ball. And the tripping calls, I don't care right, this had, a, had an impact because it wiped out a first down and who knows. I get it. But it's a 60-minute game. And if you're playing on a, on, a, on, a, on a high enough level, you can overcome some of these bad calls. and so you, you can do it. And the one thing we know about Bill Belichick is his team is going to be ready. I mean, they had injuries. Brady was hurt. And let me tell you all something out there. Let me just tell everybody out there about the weather. Jay's from up there. He knows how this weather can be. I went outside on my deck to cook a steak and said, they got to play football in this? Me living about, you know, 100 miles from the stadium. I literally outside at 3 o'clock, and I said to myself, oh, my God, it was cold, it was rainy, and it was a consistent – it didn't stop. There was no let up. Yeah. And it was cold. Yeah. And I didn't want to stand out there and cook my steak. Never mind standing outside for four hours for a football game. So the weather was bad, but you know, both teams got playing the same weather. So you can't even use that as an excuse. It gets to the point where at some point you got to look at Jason Garrett and say, this story has repeated itself, and I've seen how this movie ends, and I don't like um, this movie. But I have a theory, and I'm going to share it with everybody. Let me just introduce Dr. Train. Dr. Train, welcome to the Madden Voice. Yo, what's up, gentlemen? Sorry that I literally just like looked at the time like, oh crap, I'm not used to being off early. So, but it feels good, so, don't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so normally so I'm just getting theory. off right when it starts. But I heard you, T. Keep going. Sorry. Here's, no, it's okay. Here's my theory. First, I was upset with Jerry Jones. Not that mm-hmm. I don't believe Jerry Jones is right. Not that I don't believe he has every right to be upset. But why go public? What is the point of that? You know, these are, these are conversations you have in a locker room. This is not something you run to the media and you start talking bad about your coaches. Why would you do Jerry Jones? You're a professional. You're an owner. You're, you know, you own the most valuable franchise in the world. You know better. This is my first, my initial thought was, Jerry, really? You're better than that. Then I started thinking about it. Started thinking about it. I started watching some of the coverage from some of the reporters, James Slater, Ed Werder. I'm not a big fan of Ed Werder, by the way, but, you know, it is what it is. But I I just remember years ago when it was proven, um, a fan had actually, I don't want to say proven, but it was pretty strong proof that Ed Werder was making up sources. This was years ago, and I never forgot that, but that's a story for another day. Remember, I'm right here in Bristol. I know things. But anyway, the point is, at first I said, why, Jerry? Why, Jerry? Why? Then I started listening to Witten and Jordan Lewis and some of these interviews and some of these players, and they're saying, yes, we deserve this criticism because we're not getting the job done. Then I started to say, wait a minute. Could Jerry Jones be doing this on purpose? I'm going to, as much as I can, I'm going I'm to go to the edge of all levels of professionalism by going after our coach. And one of two things will happen. Either the players will, will pack it in and say, yeah, you're right. He ain't getting the job done, and we're sick of him. And they'll, they'll quit on him. Then Jerry knows, okay, it's done. You're fired. Or the players say, wait a minute. We love this guy. He's doing everything he can in his power to help us win. We're the ones on the field not performing. Hey, guys, 
we need to rally here. We got an eight and three Buffalo team coming to our stadium on Thanksgiving. We have everything in our advantage. We're used to the Thanksgiving turnaround. They're not. We're at home. They've got to travel. Okay. Um, you know, we haven't been blown out all year. This is our game to show that we can get this done and we can turn our season around right now because this time last year, where was Dallas? Six and five. And it went on to win the division. So now I'm thinking maybe Jerry's, I mean, hey, that's why he's a billionaire. Maybe he's smarter than I gave him credit for. Maybe this is, a, maybe this is his plan. I mean, what's, what happened? What, I mean, am I, you guys help me here. One or two things are going to happen. Either the players are going to side with Jerry and just back it in and quit. Then you know Garrett's got to go, and Garrett will be fired like probably over the weekend. Or the players rally and say, we got to win this one for Garrett, for us, for our fans, for Jerry. Like, okay, guys, let's rally and let's get this win. And then they go out there like they did against Philadelphia and get a signature win. I'm thinking well, I'll the latter. Mm. Go ahead, Jay. No, no, no. Finish your point. You're thinking the latter. Go ahead. No. I'm thinking the latter of the two. I'm thinking this team is ready to rally and go on a run because there's not one game on the schedule. No offense, Train, because you're on our schedule, nothing personal, but there's no okay, game on this schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got the Bears, we got the Rams. Like, you know, we got teams that, as far as I'm concerned, we could lose to, but we certainly can beat. There's not one game yeah. left on the schedule that we can't win. We could run this schedule. If we play the way we played against Philly, we could run this schedule. But it starts t- uh, not tomorrow, but it starts in two days. Starts on Thursday. So I'm thinking Thursday, my, my baby. heart is saying, "Hey, I know you got one too. We're gonna get to you too." Um, <laughs> my 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 heart is saying that this is the plan, and this is it. It's like it's 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 this is what I'm thinking. JB, Glenn, what do you say? Maybe I'm, hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's just my opinion. What do you think, JB? No, because ironically, I was thinking something along the same lines, and, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, well, no, I'll get to that right now, and I'll work backwards because I was thinking about how the Cowboys are always getting off to these slow starts, and I know this was a conversation maybe a little less than a month ago, and I can't remember which game it was, but uh, T, you alluded to this fact where they made they had the uh, halftime and they had their whatever conversation they had during the half and they came out swinging in the second half and you said there the, that the players are playing for their coach so I take that and, and and expound on it and now instead of looking at it just for two quarters because it was at halftime now I'm looking at it for five games and here's their same opportunity the same chance to do what you just said either way we're going to find out something we're going to find out whether or not they're playing for their coach or we're going to find out whether or not they need to get rid of their coach. I'm hoping it's the latter of the two, just like you, because, again, to your point, that's what they've done during one of those games, and I wish I could remember which one it was. But hopefully this will spark them to go on that run. The, the downside of all this is, you're right, this time last year they were 6-5, and five, but they were winners of three straight. And this time they're 6-5 and five and consistently inconsistent. So I'm hoping they can catch fire and actually run ahead and, and, and tweet this thing. But – um. I think either one of those two scenarios has got to take place. Train, you're you're you know you're listening to two cowboy fans speculate. So <laughs> clearly, you know we're, we we got some emotion tied into this, so we could be totally off base because <laughs> you know you're 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 an unbiased observer. What are your thoughts on all of this? Um, 
I will say uh, I'll hit on two two separate two points about the team, and 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 then and a separate point about the game. Uh, one man, I think Jerry Jones is very right to say whatever he wants about the team, about his team. I'm sorry, he's he's the one auto when he speaks. I I don't even have an issue at at this point because I've you know I've seen the team, I've seen them you know be a part of putting talent on the team, trying to get as many missing pieces as possible, you know, and he understands how to control the media and all. So I've, I, I don't have any issue with with his approach when it comes to when it comes to his team because at the end of the day, what he's saying is right. It's time to play ball. Well, you know, um, and I'm going to say this to, to your point. I will, yeah. I will say one thing on that. He never, yeah. he never runs. Win or lose, yeah. he's right in front of the yeah. camera. He doesn't hide. Right. He he stands there and takes every question. So to that point, I have to agree with you. Go ahead. Right. Um, uh, the second thing I, I would say in just regard to the team, like um, uh, and pulling off the off Jerry Jones' court is his frustration is that I get it, man. It's like a game. I mean, there there are some teams that you guys definitely shouldn't lose. I mean, the game against the Jets was just like. One of those just like sucker punches that you just didn't see coming. It's like, what the hell is this? Stupid. <laughs> it was, you know, and you got a few other games. So I just like, come on. I'm like, wow, come on. I'm Dallas, y'all. I'm supposed to be balling. Like, you're not supposed to be down in these games because you haven't had, I mean, I think there was a point where y'all kind of had the injury bug hit you for a second, but nothing really yep. long term. Uh, but you know, you supposed to be. A, I would expect you guys to be an eight-win team at this point. You know, at at, at minimal, yep. eight-win team. Yep. Um, yep. Absolutely. And then the and and I like and the reason why I, I and I've you've heard me say this before, T. We used you actually actually echoed the same thing. You know, I look to your team because you're a mirror of Chicago in a sense. It's just that you guys have mm-hmm. better quarterback play. You you have mm-hmm. you have better quarterback play than we have, but the teams are really are mirrored uh, to one another. You know, good defense. Mm-hmm. You really want to try to run the ball. Uh, you got young quarterbacks, and it just really depends on how well they play. Mm-hmm. And then your team can your team can take off because your defense will will show up. The um the last one I think is in regards to the game is I I know sixty minutes miscues a lot of miscues can happen, and you never blame it on one play. But I mean, come on! I'm looking at that last see? drive, and I Say see it. them like putting it together. I'm like, this sucker's gonna go all the way down there. They are finding a way, and to take off, to take us, what was a third and one, converted first down, mm. and you turn it to third and eleven. In, yeah. in that condition, I mean, you talk about mm-hmm. momentum, and I mean, who's the former? Um, Former commit former um 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 referee guy um that Mike they Pereira. or that the former commission my was that my parent he couldn't even he couldn't even say that she with a straight face yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even former explain ref, yeah. that in a straight face mm-hmm. because you literally call a clipman as this dude his leg is up because he's stepping back to block his leg right. is up because he right. wants to present the man right. for coming through right. His, I'm like ref. I'm like, 
refs need to know when to stay the hell out the game. You cannot take these games away from these teams like this in positions like those. Now, you're right. There's no telling what could have happened after that. But just a pure fan of the game, yeah, the team could have did some 30 minutes before that, 20 minutes before that, hell, five minutes before that. They could have stopped one of the scores. So what? But in that in that particular drive there was momentum on their side and they were they were moving. And you literally took it away off a bogus call. And it's like you can't get those moments back. You can't say I'm sorry. It doesn't change my record, you know, especially up against a team like the Patriots where there's no more than three. You want to beat this team. Yeah, in their right. stadium, here, in the most here, ugliest some, conditions you can play in, <laughs> besides snow. <laughs> here's some interesting information. You may have heard some of this, but I think mm-hmm. there was a, something like in the entire NFL season this year, they had called like six or seven tripping calls all year, and they called two in one game. Okay, so right. yeah, you know, yeah, go figure. And then apparently, yeah. apparently, right. what I heard, I just heard this today, is that Bill Belichick. Um, had been watching film and had, a, according to the report, had noticed a, a tendency of the offensive line to trip and it not getting called. So he raised, he, he brought it to of the course. attention of the officials. And, yeah. you know, yeah. but here's a situation of this is an experienced veteran world champion coach, mm-hmm. and he's going to do anything he can to get an advantage. Yeah. And he planted that yep. seed in their yep. head. And wouldn't you know that it worked? Planet the seed. Even though the, the league came back and said both calls were bullshit. Both calls mm-hmm. shouldn't have been called. But Bill Belichick mm-hmm. got in their heads, and w- what happened? And I don't want to be that fan or that analyst that says the Cowboys, you know, this this was, you know, this hurt, and, you know, you stole the game because it is a 60-minute game. But, you know, it mm-hmm. is hard when you when you did convert a third and one and you just kind of saw, okay, here comes Dak, you know, yeah. and then you, 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 you take that away from us. You know, it, yeah. it, it is it, it's difficult to live with. It's difficult to live with. And I commend yeah. Jerry Jones for not making excuses. You know, I commend the team for not making excuses. But the yeah. reality is, is those were two bogus calls, and especially the second one really had uh, an impact oh, gosh. on the game. That drive killer was mm-hmm. that 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 hurt. You know, it just and it just goes to speak in my last notes that you've seen some calls like that this year, and a lot of times those calls get made uh, because someone is saying something to the refs, like the Detroit game yep. and the pushing to pushing the face. Like dude said something to the refs, like man, I'm looking at the sky, but he never pushed his face. He's just high enough to keep his head off balance. And his head is just going back because he can't, you know, he doesn't know what to do with the power of this dude that's rushing. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, just, it's it's really unfortunate. And I just hate it as a fan of the game because sitting here, yeah, I don't have a bone in the fight, but I'm watching this game like, oh, man, this is about, this is about, about to be a drive. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be four plays inside the red zone for them to score because, you know, I, you know, that's a good defense you guys are going up against. And it's going to tighten yep. up the closer you get to the red zone. So you got no choice. You got plenty of time. So it's like, yeah, nickel and dime down the field. You, you're going to get there. And just to see it, see it get killed like this, like, uh, oh, okay. That's, 
it's like the horrible end to a good movie or it's supposed to be good movies. Right? That's how it yeah. ended. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's disappointing. But you know, yeah. I still, I still, I still tend to focus also on, you know, play calling, coaching. You know, yeah. Um, the last game we lost. No doubt. Um, you know, you 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 get down into the red zone. You had been passing, passing, passing in the last game, and then you get in the red zone and you do two runs to Zeke, and then you do a little short, you know, out out route to Zeke. Um, you know, no Cooper, no no Gallup, no Cobb, no Witten, no Jarwin, and we end up losing that game. And and mm-hmm. you know, so the the pass was working. Then you go to the run, and then this week it was the direct opposite. You got and and from what all the reports were, that rain was cons- like I said. I don't know if you heard me train, but I, I, mm-hmm. I'm about a hundred miles from that stadium. So the storm that hit there hit here first. I'm on the way. And I went out at 3 o'clock to cook me a steak on my grill outside on my deck. I walked outside, <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, it's cold. <laughs> and, and I looked at the rain, and I said, "They got." I didn't want to cook steak in that weather. And yet I'm thinking these guys got to play football, and they were out there in that for four hours in that weather playing this game. Now, that, that yeah. day screamed Zeke right, Zeke left, Zeke up the middle. It screamed. Mm-hmm. Run Zeke. He was getting four yards a carry. You were getting effective runs with Zeke. And then in key plays, I see you guys, you know, third and ones, third and twos, and instead of shoving Zeke down their throat, now you pass him. That is coaching. That's play calling. That's what's your identity. Like it's almost like Jason Garrett is listening to the to the media and to the fans and to the criticism. And oh, in the last game, like last year, I'll never forget. Last year, there was a, early last season, there was a fourth and one that he went for the field goal. And everybody in the world, including, including Jerry Jones, said we should have went for it. And ever since then, up until recently, he was going for almost every fourth down. It's like, what is your identity? You're making five, six million a year. Mm-hmm. You're the head coach. What do you want to do? Stop being swayed by what's going on in Twitter and with Jerry Jones, what is your mm-hmm. game plan? And to hear him say in his interview Monday night, in his, in his uh, press conference Monday night, when they asked him on the third and seven that they didn't convert and it was fourth and seven, and I believe there was about six minutes left in the game, and they kicked the field goal, and everybody was like, he should have went for it, should have went for it, should have went for it. And I'm thinking, well, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And if they go for it and they don't get it, and you criticize that you should have taken the points. So right. So, but but, I, but, but what, what got me was when Garrett was asked, well, you know, did you have any analytics on this? Was this four-down territory? If it was, would you have said to Kellen Moore, Hey, look, this is Fort Island territory. And Garrett was like, "Well, number one, no, I don't. We don't use analytics during the game, which a lot of coaches do. Um, and number two, yeah, I don't really want to, you know, get in the head of the play caller while he's trying to make plays. I'm thinking to myself, but you're the fucking head coach. <laughs> I right. mean, if 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 you right. identify this as four down territory, then you need to let him know up front so he's planning. So on that third and seven he now knows I've got two plays to get seven yards, not just one. And so instead of the ball sailing over Blake Jarwin's head where he makes the catch out of bounds, maybe you're running Zeke and getting three or four yards. Now you got a fourth and three, fourths and a four. What's your play? What's your go-to? 
Is it a slant route? Are you going to run Zeke again? Whatever it is. I just think my biggest problem is what are we? What is this team? And to me, that's a, that's a coaching problem right there. We know what the Patriots are, right? They are a defensive team. And Brady does what he needs to do when he needs to do it, but they're a defensive team. We know what the Ravens are. We know what the Saints are. We know what the 49ers are. What the hell are the Dallas Cowboys? So, but T, um, on that to, to that point, yes, sir. To that point, though, T, remember, yeah, we've always said that that Garrett is basically, or it it has been said, not we, but it has been said that that Garrett is, is nothing more than just a puppet for Jones. And yep. I think with this particular example, it's hard to remove that that narrative from him because he's trying to figure out, well, what's, instead of what's best for the team, he's thinking about well, what, all these other things outside of it. And that's why I'm not surprised by it because of what we've heard for years now, not just this year, not just last year, but for years. He is, is the hand clapper and all this and all that. But never really completely takes the reins and says that this is what we need to do and, and is, is solid with his conviction. I remember not too long ago, I think it was last year we were talking about it and I had, uh, we were having a conversation. I was waffling back and forth. Oh, you're waffling like some breakfast meals. That's what he does. He's, he's got to grab reins and, and take hold of it. This is what we're going to do and let your conviction be strong about it. And whatever happens after that, deal with it then. I wish he was listening to what you said. I wish somehow, while I do firmly believe there are local ESPN people that their job is to scour the Internet and listen to different shows, including our own. Too many times we've been quoted directly the next day on ESPN. Um, I have no reason to believe that there's anybody in Dallas listening to our show. Um, I wish Garrett heard what you just said because you make a lot of sense. And I think – that if I'm him and I'm on the hot seat and my owner has publicly bashed me and you get the sense that your team is ready to play for you to save your job, to save the season, and to make a statement that, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> we're in the same record we were a year ago and we won the division and went in and actually won a playoff game. So slow your roll for a minute. Stop having us dead and buried. We're still first place in the NFC East. Whether you like it or not, we are, and we control our own destiny. Fuck all this bad news. Let's look at the good news. I think if I'm Jason Garrett right now, if I'm him, I'm like, you know what? JB is absolutely right. And come uh, Thursday, or actually now because they're installing the game plan, I would be like, okay, here's what I think we should do. I don't give a damn what Jerry Jones is. Because you know what? You get If you lose and get fired, do you want to go – home to your family because you did what you thought the owner should do or do you want to you know have the courage of your conviction bro go into this game hey you played under jimmy johnson you got some roots there that are pretty strong ain't many coaches in the history of this game better than jimmy johnson i I would challenge anyone to find 10 coaches in the history of the nfl that they would say are better than jimmy johnson okay he just didn't do it for a very long period of time, but that short period of time was amazing, and you were on that team. So you know right from wrong. You know how to coach this team. You know about football. You played under Troy Aikman. You played on Super Bowl winning teams. So why 
why don't you do what you think is right? And if you and if you fail, hey, you know what? You go out. You're gonna get. If you lose, you're gonna get fired anyway. And my thing says to me, if they lose Thursday, he's done. They ain't. They ain't waiting till the end of the season. My my heart is telling me, he loses Thursday, he's done. And Christian Shard becomes interim head coach, and then it's a four game season, and we see where the team goes. But if you win, you got new life now. You beat you beat this team. I think the, the 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 discussion on Jason Garrett being fired is done for the year. It ends. You get this win against an eight and three Bills team. That goes out the door. Now it's time to go win this division. And go out on your sword. Go out on your terms. As J B said, do what you think is right. Stop listening to Twitter. Stop listening to the media. And damn it, don't listen to Jerry Jones. He may be the owner. But you're the head coach, bro. Do what you think is best. And, and T, right, I'll on. take you one step further. Let me let me say one one last thing real quick, and then we'll move on. Okay. This should have been his mindset from the start of this season because Jerry Jones didn't give him a contract extension and basically said, "This is your prove it year. You don't have anything to lose from from day one. We're on we're on game now number twelve. So he should have had this mindset before the season started. That, that's all I got to say. Okay. Fair enough. Um, next topic. So I'm curious your guys' thoughts on this one. We won't spend a lot of time on it, but I'm just curious. You know, um, uh, K-Star and I kind of went back and forth on this issue on Twitter, uh, but I didn't get to talk to either one of you. So obviously Miles Garrett came out in his interview with the NFL um, where he went and appealed to suspension, and he informed the NFL that um, – we don't know what the racial slur word was, but we could guess it's probably the N word um, that that he heard Miles Garrett say that. I mean, I'm sorry, Mason Rudolph say the N word. Um, of course, um, um, Rudolph's attorney denied, uh, vehemently denied it. The NFL could not find proof of it. Now, let's be clear. They could not find proof, meaning there was no audio to verify nor deny that this happened. So we just don't know. Okay. Um, because some of the reports are like, um, you know, there's no proof, meaning it didn't happen. No, there's no proof either way. So we don't know. Garrett stands by his, he's pretty much saying, I know what I heard. Also, he's saying the reason I didn't come out and say anything is because I didn't want to, I didn't feel that it was appropriate. I didn't want to take away from the fact that I did make a mistake. And when I, said it to the NFL, I had no intention on it becoming public. So someone in the NFL's front office leaked this to the media. So that said, there's a lot of people, including our very own K-Star, who feels that Garrett made it up and that it was just a stunt to try to, you know, d- defend or cover up what he did with the helmet. Um, Honey, I'm sure it's what you so got to naive sometimes, boy. Like, well, seriously. Yeah, I mean, Keep going, Train. I'll start with you. So, what do you think? It's you know, it's it, listen. The dude is getting suspended indefinitely, so there's no, you know, it, it, I, I I'm gonna just say I don't I don't think you made it up. I'm sorry. In this day and age, okay. I don't put anything past anybody to say anything in those scrummages on the field. I really don't. Not like everybody yet. It, 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 it's not like everybody that, that that's out there playing this game uh, 
are crazy about their black brethren. Not like people. Right. Not like all of a sudden these just because they're on a football team with uh, blacks, Hispanics, uh, Asians, Samoans, whatever that they don't have racial issues. Some people still do. So, you know, it's just so having that it disappears when you play football because you got to get it to the best player. You got to get it to the best receiver. You got to get it to the best running back. So for about 60 minutes, it's kind of gone, you know, until something happens. Um, I'll put it this way. I'll leave it at this. Uh, Last week we had a major conversation about this. And I watched that video one more time, one more good time. And um, uh, Mason Rudolph should definitely be suspended. Thank you. 100%. Because what I saw, I was like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. One, I've seen a lot of guys, a lot of people, a lot of ends or whatever make tackles on quarterbacks after the ball is thrown. He wasn't trying to drive him to the ground. He literally was trying to spin around so that he would not land on because he knew the ball was gone. But there's no way he could just let him go because he probably end up hurting himself more than uh, you know trying to find his own way out. So instead of doing that, he just held on and spent himself around. But while mm-hmm. he's doing that, Mason is grabbing at his helmet, like literally tugging and tugging and tugging at his helmet. And he's trying to let go and get up. Now, I'm not absolving <laughs> Miles right. or anything, but come on, NFL. Yep. Y'all yep. got all these people in this forensic bullshit, but y'all couldn't see that? Yep. So I was so, there last week, Train. So, yeah. I ain't putting yep. nothing past Mason Rudolph saying that. And, and, and Kaycock can sit there on that little – naive horses he does he won be like, Oh, it's some team in the way he said that. Look, bruh, everybody ain't like you. Mm. I'm sorry, they not. No. You a good you right. a good brother. You respect all races. Not everybody's like that. You can think they are, but they don't, but they're not. And you can't just say a person's lying just because it don't sound right to you. Well said. That's all I have to say about it. Ah, well said. JB, your turn. What do you think? JB, do you have us muted? No. I'm here. He already eating turkey, okay. ain't he? <laughs> no, no. Shoot, I wish, boys. I'm brother hungry. I didn't even eat dinner yet. Um, I, I, Trent, I guess I'm in the same, pretty much the same ballpark as you, I believe, and and. The only thing I'll say is this. If that's, I don't think he made it up either. I think that he should have just brought it up from the beginning. And I can understand he doesn't want it to take away from what happened, but I don't think he would because I think a lot of folks are probably thinking that already. My thing is, and, and, and Trang, you said it, you're suspended indefinitely. So just come out with the whole story. Come out with the whole story from the beginning, from the jump, from the get-go. And let, let the chips fall where they may after that. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till a, a week goes by and then bring it up. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I was thinking that before but, it came up, and I ain't the, 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 the sharpest knife in the draw. So go let's be it. clear. He, he never brought it up. 
So it's not like he right. waited a week to bring it up publicly. He he never went public with this. Right, so and, and, and I guess that's, that's and, and I think that's that's the 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 mishap he did. Mm-hmm. I think he should have brought it up from the very beginning. And I know he didn't want to have it leaked, and, and this was supposed to be private. But it's 2019, hardly anything private. You soon as you as soon as you fought, everybody knows you did. It's on the yeah. news everywhere. So, <laughs> so why I think no one's ever going to hear about it except within those four walls? Let's let's truly be realistic. And if you believe that truly happened, don't say it within those four walls and and, and hope that it doesn't get out to everybody else. Just like we talked about a moment ago with, with Garrett, with your convictions, be strong with your convictions in this. If you're sure that's what you heard, state it. And you can also at the same time say, I don't want this to take away from my actions because they're inexcusable, but at the very least, understand where they came from. And if you state it like that, whatever happens after that, you've gotten it off your chest. Everybody knows where you're coming from. That was my only issue with it. So, um, I disagree with that point. Um, I I don't see how he would have gained anything after hitting the man with a helmet and then coming out saying he called me the N-word. I think, I mean, we just, at the same weekend, we had to deal with the whole Colin Kaepernick issue. Um, it's 2019, but the matter. I think the vast majority of people would have said, sure, he did. You're just saying that to cover up what you did. You know what you did is wrong, and you're covering it up. And I think it would have made it worse for him. And I think that the fact that he tried to keep it between him and the NFL and didn't want it to dilute the fact that he owns, he's owning the fact that even though I heard what I heard, I'm not using it as an excuse. And he came out that day in an interview and said, hey, look, I just want y'all to know I was wrong, but he hit, he he uh, he called me the N-word. Man, the, the, everything would have went crazy. He's, he's justifying it. He's uh, yeah, sure he did. You know you shouldn't hit that man. You know, that's my opinion. So, you know, but, it, it, you know, he waited. It came out, and people don't believe it for the most part. Um, I will say this. The reason that I'm with you both on, and I, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say based on what I've seen happen, the fact that Rudolph himself didn't come out and deny it, but his attorney did? Really? If somebody said I used a word that's as serious and egregious as that, I'm not speaking mm-hmm. for my attorney. I'm speaking for mm-hmm. myself. And I'm coming mm-hmm. right out and I'm right. saying, what? What is wrong with this guy? Why would he accuse me of that? He knows I didn't say that. How dare he accuse me? This is my name. This is my reputation. I am a professional athlete. Maybe I'm not a starter, but I am on a roster. And and this is my career that he's trying to ruin. I would have been all up him, uh, one side of him and down the other. Not through my attorney. That would have been me. So, number one, right. that's one problem I see in the defense. Number two, now y'all can yeah. relate to this where K-Star wouldn't be able to. But there is anger, and then there's rage. And Mm -hmm. when you're playing football or you're competing and something's going on and someone, you're getting the better of somebody, and they they can't beat you. We've all been there. 
There ain't a black person around that hasn't been there when there's someone from another race who can't beat you. So then they resort to name calling and they go there because they know what that word means. And that word under those circumstances creates a rage that will make a man grab a helmet and hit somebody in the head with it. Not saying it's right. Not saying he he did the right thing because he could have he could have caused some very serious damage. But I understand the range of what did you just call me? It's like someone talking about your mama and meaning it, mm. or someone talking about your lady or your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, and meaning it. It's like or someone talking about your kids. Like there's certain things like you talk about me, right? You call me whatever you want. Call JB whatever you want. Call Dr. Chin, whatever you want. Eh, whatever. Mere bag of cells, right? You don't phase me. I got, first of all, I got to have respect for you for your words to bother me. So call me whatever you want. Oh, what'd you say about my mama? Oh, we about to fight over that. You know, what'd you say about my kids? What'd you say about my woman? Oh, we about to throw hands. Somebody, somebody about to get hurt. Oh, you called me what? And that rage that he did while being held by DeCastro, who's a big dude. And I believe DeCastro is the one that was in the military. I think it was him. I'm not totally sure. There's a stealer that was no, in the military. No, that's Villanueva. I think. Oh, no, you're right. It is Villanueva. Villanueva. My bad. Um, no, yep, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. Um, but DeCastro's a big dude, and he's got him. Yep. And he still took that helmet and swung it. There was a rage in that that wasn't just because, in my opinion, he was just trying to take his helmet off. Rudolph was so mad. He tried to take his helmet off, and I do believe that he says something underneath that pile that he shouldn't have said. And that's just being a black man in this world and having dealt with that in my life, as I know both of you have, and you see something and you can say, "Uh uh-huh, I know that level of anger. (laughs) I've been there. Mm -hmm. I know that. So I can't expect K-Star to understand that, you know, and he immediately said, you know, he lying, and maybe part of it was because that's his team. Um, but I also think that, you know, if you're not, if you haven't lived in our shoes, then you don't know what we've had to deal with at different various times in our lives. And that's just, that's just, the, that's just the way it is. So, um, yeah, right. And, and think about, you think about Miles, his temperament, everything that I've heard and read, his temperament isn't of that nature. It's not for him to be right. enraged. Everybody knows him as a, uh, and, and a, a young man is able to articulate his thoughts. He's relatively quiet, keeps to himself yep. a bit introverted. Poetry so this and, is out of character. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So you think someone read poetry, then all of a sudden swinging helmets, you have had to say something to piss him off. I mean, see, you know me better than anybody. You know my temperament. I'm easygoing. I get along with just Fair. about everybody. I stick to myself. But you know me. You say the one thing or a few things that can make me snap, and ain't going to be nothing but hell to raise. So I can understand, and that's why I say I don't. I don't think he's lying. I don't think he's making it up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly don't believe he's. Hmm? JB, you want to go to war with yeah. me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Close that window. Open that window up one more Close time. Close that window. <laughs> Close the darn window. I'm, I'm telling you. So they yeah. had that kind of temperament, and all of a sudden you start swinging like Tarzan. Yeah, I I don't think he's making it up. Right, right. Hey, let me just say a quick hello. Every time I say hello to my girlfriend, she's sleeping. 
But I think I know she's not sleeping now. She texted me. She's listening. Lena, she's uh, yes. My mom's name is Lena too, but my girlfriend Lena's listening. She's cooking for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. so I know she's up. She's probably gonna be up half the night, and then she's gonna cook all day tomorrow. So I know she's up. She texted me. She's listening. So thank you for this. She's been listening every week. Um, and I said I won't nice. get offended that sometimes you fall asleep. So I won't get offended. Uh, it's not that we're boring. It's just that she gets tired. But <laughs> maybe we're boring. maybe maybe we're boring That's too. But anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let me shout out. Uh, sweetheart, thanks for listening. I always appreciate the support. And um, make sure, uh, you know, uh, uh, you don't burn a turkey. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just being funny. She called me earlier and she's like, okay, you got to help me out here. Uh, 20 minutes per pound. It's a nine pound turkey. You know, So I had to do the math so she could, you know, because that's what I do. So she's like, help me out here. I need to know how long to bake the turkey for me. Um, all right. Um, so a couple other things before we get on out of here. Um, and I do mm-hmm. want to give train a minute on the bears too, before we get out of here, but a couple, just a couple mm-hmm. quick things first. Um, I, listen, uh, Hey, I can admit when I'm wrong. Okay. I said that, you know, I thought the Packers were better than the 49ers. Um, and clearly, <laughs> clearly, oh, Lord. I, yeah, I, 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 got, I got nothing. Um, uh, I, 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 hey, that's what I said, and I was wrong. I got nothing. Uh, K Star hit me up on Twitter and was like, uh, yeah, I've been telling you. I'm like, okay, bro, clock's right twice a day. You can relax just because you got one right. Okay, woo, he got to be happy. He got one over me. Um, but hey, I was wrong. I mean, I still, uh, Jimmy G's. He's got to be careful to protect that ball. He's still got it ain't Jimmy G. That's go. all I know. It's not him. It's it's definitely not Jimmy G. It ain't the reason so. why they well, – yeah. no. Hell no. No. <sighs> Let's not give credit. If people love – I get this whole give the quarterback credit when the quarterback gets oh, too oh, much okay. and then they get the blame. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They No. This dude – no. No. This, that defense is ferocious. Okay. I Kyle agree Shanahan with you. I, I'm, the ball like I'm crazy. agreeing with yeah. you. It ain't Jimmy yeah. G that has him at ten and one. Yes, I agree with you. Okay. No. I thought you were I yeah. thought you were going the other direction. Okay, yeah, no, I totally oh, agree no. with you. Oh no. Yeah. You know I'm anti you know I'm anti quarterback anyway. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you ain't had you ain't had much luck in uh, Chicago in a while, so yeah, I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> um but yeah, but I mean, but you're right that I mean, and I saw one of um, well, Jay knows Rippy on uh, Facebook, a local local yeah. friend of ours, and he said, I, I think I see 49ers Ravens Super Bowl. I'm like, well, if that's the case, you got a preview coming Sunday, because man, Sunday man. one o'clock. I mean, I don't think I ever want to see it. Oh, dang. Oh, what happened? <laughs> No, I just uh, remember because I got to fly to Utah, so I might end up missing that game. Damn. Ooh. <laughs> if you hear somebody cut up on 40,000 feet, it's me. Oh, my gosh, man. I don't know. This They got it. It's that it's it's regular time. That's the great man. They had no idea. I know, man. Oh, my God. That quality of a game at 1 o'clock. They couldn't flex it, though. Did you see the schedule? They couldn't – there was no way they could flex it because the three, no. the three games at the 125, 4, 425, whatever time are, uh-huh. um, are all 
the like Cardinals, Cardinals at home, uh, Chargers at home, and uh, somebody else out here. All, all, they're all at home. So ah. if they're at if they're at home, they're going to get the late slot. They're, they're normally going to get the late slot. And then the the night game is Patriots Texans. Still yep. playoff, still playoff contenders. So it's like, damn. I, I was surprised they didn't flex it either. At least to the four twenty five, one twenty five specific time. I was just like, wow. There's some really good games coming up. So I mean, these these, <laughs> these games that get. I mean, uh, well, so, time. um, but. So we we agree there, and then I guess the other thing before we end up we're gonna we're gonna end the show on the Bears. But the other thing I wanted to hit on, um, uh, so I was wrong about I was wrong about the 49ers, um, better than the Packers. Uh, I would I would put them as a top three team in the NFL right now. I still say the Ravens are the best team, and oh yes, <laughs> I mean yeah, I mean and and After you know last what night yeah. And I and I have to say, I said a week or two ago, uh, you know, I think everyone. Well, two things. One is let us be careful. This guy's in his second year. Let's not put him in a Hall of Fame. Here we go again. You know, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and he's getting all these accolades. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but we've gone through this so many times. RG3, Cam Newton, we've gone through this. Let's slow down a little bit. But that said. I will say this. I said we have seen this before in Michael Vick. I stand corrected. He is now doing things not even Michael Vick has done. Transcending okay, he's now playing a 2.0, dog. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, like 3.0, really. He, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, I would go as far. I heard yeah. one of the commentators call him Walton pa- Walton pa- Walter Payton, you know, with an arm. And I'm like, okay, slow down. He, he ain't Walter Payton. I, I watched Walter Payton right. play, and he ain't Walter Payton. Um, but what he is able to do back there consistently, I mean, the NFC yes. defenses, um, have not caught up yet. Now they're in trouble. They will. They will. Yeah. But right now, cause we've seen all this, like, you know what I mean? The, the read option, right. You know, the mm-hmm. wildcat, that was the big thing. Chip Kelly, that was the big thing. Like there's always something that's the big thing. And then defenses catch up, and they will catch up to him. But in the meantime, OMG, Oof. he is he is something else. I mean, he is Man, one man just, highlight reel. Let me just hear two points about uh, 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 about this. Um, um, for for one, it's um, it, it, it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. It, and and uh, it look, it does look like Michael Vick uh, uh, 3.0. Because Michael Vick 2.0 was Michael Vick's return to the NFL when he actually started watching film and playing to his true talents, and we saw a glimpse right. of what he could have been his entire career. So this is definitely three, right. this is definitely uh, 3.0. Yeah. And, uh, another thing, I like to give the Hallball coaches a little bit of credit in the sense that give them a lot of I've credit. seen them both. Yeah, no. I know. Hey, hey, you know what? You're right. Matters. A lot of credit because they both had quarterbacks who had arms, could run, and they catered the entire offense to them. Yep. Because when Kaepernick was at his best, the Niners were running the ball, and and, and because they would run the ball so well, he could catch them at play action. He ran the ball with the quarterback. I mean, it's straight to their strengths, and it makes them extremely dangerous on 
it, it takes. It's going to. It'll be next year before they actually figure out how to slow it down a little bit. But I think this yep. guy has to. I think he has the next. He has it in him to like really kill it from the pocket if he needs to. Not the whole game, just when he needs to. And last thing I will say, and I know y'all can, y'all can, y'all can feel me on this one. Do you remember when he got drafted? And that interview he had being number 32 at the end of the first round. I watched the draft all, all every year. And the the heat that brother was feeling <laughs> mm. to see four quarterbacks go in the top ten, he fell to number 32. He's, I mean, I'm loving every hey, – Single I can, bit of it, man. You and I will add one. All. I will add one to that. The last the playoff game last year, and there mm-hmm. and, the, and the fans are calling for Flacco. Oh my gosh! Yeah, now, Flacco ain't even with the team no more. And this year, <laughs> what are the fans yelling? They're yelling MVP and MVP. You know, man. Let's this. Hey, you know what? We just talked about Mason Rudolph, right? We talked about Colin Kaepernick. This kind of feeds into why isn't Colin Kaepernick in this league when you look at, you know, what he's done and what you see going on. But wasn't it Rush Limbaugh years ago who questioned the intelligence yep. of the black quarterback and was fired from ESPN? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now look at – to be fired. Absolutely. Yep. Now look around the league at the superstar, uh, emerging superstar. I called it the NWO. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, Russell all, Wilson. Mm-hmm. all have heart. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, well, he's, he's already Russell. arrived. I'm talking about the ones that are arrived. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, Russell Wilson <laughs> Russell yeah, has arrived. He has, has arrived. <laughs> he has arrived. You know, and when we're yes, talking MVPs, when we're talking MVPs, and we're looking mm-hmm. at quarterbacks. I know McCaffrey, you could count McCaffrey, maybe Michael Thomas, right? There's mm-hmm. nine quarterbacks that could be in that in that conversation. But when we're talking yeah. quarterbacks, we're not hearing yeah. Tom Brady this year. We're not hearing Aaron Rodgers this year. Mm-hmm. Now Drew might might get a nod, but he missed a few games, so that would prop that might might be he might not play enough games for people. And I and I hate it. I think Drew Brees should has played well enough. To not have one MVP is ridiculous to me. But this year, because he missed some games, he probably isn't going to be eligible to be mm-hmm. seriously considered. Right? I think he missed four or five games. So mm-hmm. take those three out. Ben's hurt. So there's our four horsemen. They're all gone. But now yeah. it's like, oh, Lamar Jackson is leading. Russell Wilson is leading. Dak's name was thrown out there a couple times. Unfortunately, Cowboys don't have enough wins, but he's played at that level. Like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Mahomes was last year's MVP. Had he not been injured, who knows, you know, this year where he'd be. It's like these guys are revolutionizing the NFL as we speak. It is happening before our eyes, and as Train just said, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, man. I, I co-sign that too. I'm closet, I'm a closet so, fan anytime I see it. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I can't you know, help it, man. <laughs> you know, I wear, I wear. I think you guys, I think we all do. We wear. First of all, our primary hat is Cowboys, Bears, and then K Star Steelers, right? So that's our main hat. But you know, you put mm-hmm. that hat on just before the game, and it goes right up to the end of the game. 
And then, you know, you take that hat off, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, let me watch. You know, like last night it's like, all right, I'm going to watch Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, let me see what yeah, he's able exactly. to do. And, you know, it's, 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 it's just it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing when all you hear about is what he's going to do. You get a Wade Phillips who one of the best defensive minds in the league, maybe in the history of the mm-hmm. league. I mean, I think he's a terrible head coach, but he's an incredible defensive coordinator. And, I mean, yeah. you got what, Aaron Donald, you got Jalen Ramsey. Like, you got mm-hmm. superstars back there. And this guy mm-hmm. treated them yep. like he was – I mean, it literally looked like he was playing a, a midget football team. They had no answer. It was like Thanksgiving was None. on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Because um, they got carved up. Dang. Yeah, I, ain't, I ain't never a big believer in the Rams anyway, man. You know, defense can show up every once in a while, but that boy Jerry Goff is uh he's a hot mess. I just need yeah, to understand yeah. that. That boy is well overpaid. Hot mess. You know yeah, he's very much overpaid. And, and overpaid. I, you know what? And you know what? Uh, you know, and and, and 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 everyone, including myself and some of us on this show, you know, we we said, you know, uh uh, Jeff Fisher and this and that, and here comes McVeigh and oh my God, and, um, mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher knew more than we gave him credit for. And you know what? Here's another guy, McVeigh, Superman, right? Young guy coming in, revolutionizing offenses, boy genius. Let's go out and get the next McVeigh. How are you looking this year? Looking mighty average because the NFL <laughs> always catches up. But here's the thing, T. They keep talking about running out to get the next McVeigh, but I'm like, McVeigh's offense wasn't complicated. The reason why it worked so well is because he could run the ball. It was right. run the ball play action. That's what got that's what got golf to get open receivers, Cooper running open, speedy down the field. If you're able to run the ball and then catch teams slipping with that play action, man, you can look like a superstar. But the minute yep, they shut right. down, shut down your run, and it's time for you to win from the pocket. It's very few quarterbacks that can do that, and I mean a few. You know right. what I'm saying? Not even all the ones. Yeah, and not even all the ones. Not even our new crop has been tested in that matter. Like, like it, it takes a while to see it. Yeah. To his defense, though, the offensive line has been problematic this year, more so mm-hmm. than, than last year. There's been injuries mm-hmm. up and down the field. And I know they say next man up, but maybe they just don't have enough depth. But bottom line is that offensive line has not been the same as what it was a year ago. And that's going to contribute oh, to the girl, running game woes, especially when you got a running game with Gurley not being mm-hmm. 100%. That adds to oh, the fact that you're not oh. able to do the play-action uh, pass that you're talking about. So uh, an unhealthy running back combined with an offensive line that's poor as compared to the prior year is going to make his offense look uh, pedestrian, to say the least. So we'll, we'll and, see what happens here's, if they get healthy. And, here, and here's the thing. Um, Gurley's hurt. He was hurt from last year, never seemed to recover. So clearly he there's an issue there that I don't know that is going to get resolved, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, average life of an NFL running back, average life is about four years anyway. Um, he got paid. Gurley got paid, right? Goff got paid. So now you're looking at a situation where you've invested a lot of money in your quarterback and your running back. You've got it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have money 
to fix those issues because I don't know that either one of these nope. two guys, Gurley to me will never be the Gurley that we saw two years ago. It ain't happening. And nope. Goff just looks like, you know, he had a, a window there where he looks really good. And now he just looks like garbage. And I don't know that he, I don't know that he can come back out of that. Maybe, but I, I right. don't know, you know, it's, it's kind of like I look back on quarterbacks like Matt Schaub and some of these guys that once it got in their head, they were never the same again. And I don't know. And I mean, we'll see, cause we got the Rams on our schedule and I'm always worried about talking all this smack. And then of course, Cowboys come to town or they come to Dallas and, you know, a guy go out and throws five damn touchdowns on us. And then I'm like, okay, I guess he ain't washed up yet. So we'll see. Um, so we so, ain't do it this year, but just watch last year's film, man. We, we, we exposed that guy. We ain't do it this year. We yeah, get it done, you know, but that's a whole nother ball game. So speaking of your bears, let's end with your bears. Ah. Cause uh, you, you got, you did get a nice win. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, hey, I'm not even going to diminish it and say it was only the Giants because I can't stand the Giants. So, yeah, you know, good. <laughs> good. Um, guys got the Lions and their backup quarterback yeah. uh, Thursday. I believe you're in the first – are you in the first game or the last game? Yeah, we first game, 9.30 a.m., dog, yeah, in game. front of the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, you know, planting a little seed because then uh, – I believe Dallas comes oh, yeah. to town uh, next Thursday night. We come. I think we go to Indeed. Chicago to play you. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna have to do a little smack talk next Tuesday night. But um, you know, I don't. You know, so talk to us about the Bears, Trubisky, and um, and, and, you know, I, I last I looked, I, I think it's a very long shot for you guys to try to get a wild card. It is. Um. Um. You know, in order for us to get a wild card, um, pretty much the, the lockout for any for anybody that has six losses right now is for a team to get 11 wins. So, you know, Minnesota wins three more, Green Bay wins three more, and uh, who's that? The Seattle wins two more. Hey, it's a it's, it's a wrap. You know, no no suit for you, as they say, uh, for Chicago. Uh, but you know, their their window is still open. I would say, yep, I do appreciate the win over the Giants. It would have been thoroughly, thoroughly it would have just been horribly disappointing not to not to get that, knowing that you are the better team. Um, uh, the score is just uh, still mind-boggling because it's like I, we, we literally almost went another half without scoring. Uh, we managed to get three at the end, end of the half. I don't um, – it's hard to even try to understand why offensively we can't get it together. I mean, at first, at first it was Mitch, and it was you know. Well, at first it was, hey, well, coach, what you doing? Run the ball, you know. Stop, stop having Mitch throw the ball so much. So he tries to run the ball, then he tries to create plays that are easy for Mitch to complete, and he does that. Then it's like Mitch, damn man, you missing wide open receivers. I ain't talking about the difficult throws. I'm talking about literally wide open receivers. You know. Then after we get that, that you know. That's still a problem. Then it's a snowball effect. Now receivers are dropping balls. Offensive linemen can't block nobody. The run that's why the run game don't 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 come together. Uh, you know, all kind of fault, all kind of penalties. You know, we was the least penal least penalized one of the least penalized offensive lines last season. Shit, we we exceed, we exceeded that uh week two. You know what I'm saying? It it was it was ridiculous. So at this at this point, 
you know, it's just fun watching the defense be on the field and hope they can. The crazy part is the defense at this point last year had allowed more points than they than they are than they have this year. So this year, as far as points scored, we're better. But yet we have a we our record does not show that does not because mm-hmm. our offense is. It's crap. So man, I, at, at this point, my only consolation prize is we don't play. The, if we don't make the playoff, is due to the way the schedule is for next year, the Bears have an opportunity to come back out to LA if they finish in the same spot in their division <laughs> that the Rams finish in their division. So look, if you ain't gonna make it to the playoffs, at least go ahead and finish up where the Rams finish up, so I can go to another game, have me a little fun, tailgating and, and talking crazy. You know, other than that. You know, it's real disappointing if you don't make it and you can't finish in the same spot with the Rams. Then you really just ruining my life. Like, thanks. Thanks, thanks for this, this whole year. Glad I bought a house. <laughs> Else I re- I'd really be sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's Seriously. Funny. Um, well, we got three games on Thursday. We got a full slate so, of games on Sunday. Um, a lot of good. The Steelers and the Browns rematch, although – uh, Doug Hodges is, is was announced as the quarterback um, mm-hmm. for Sunday, which I think is a good move. I don't think that kid is very good anyway, Mason Rudolph. Um, mm-hmm. I think he'll, you know, his his career will be highlighted by the fact that you know he got hit in the head with a helmet. That'll be he'll be he'll be that guy ten years from now. He'll be somewhere and he'll say, "Yeah, I used to play pro football." And I'm like, "Really? You played pro football? Who'd you play for? The Steelers? Oh, really? Oh, I don't remember you." Yeah, I was the guy that got hit in the head with a helmet. Oh, yeah, I know who you are. Hey, let me ask you a question. Did you call that dude an N-word? I just want to know, man. You know, that's going to follow him for the rest right. of his life. He'll always be that guy, you know what I mean? Um, but, hey, it, you know, it's a good, some good game. You know, the only thing that sucks about the Cowboys playing on Thursday, I mean, you get two games in, in five days, which is great, and then they got to go ten before the next – well, actually, no, I got to go seven. And then you got to go 10 for the next game. It's almost like a bye yeah. game, but, hey, you know, I just, I just, hey, just got to get this win uh, Thursday. Got to get this win. As long as it's a um, win, that's all right. that counts. Got to get a win. Got to get this win. Got to get a win. Got to get a win. So, um, let's go, yeah, babe. let's uh, final, let's go with our final thoughts, get on out of here and get ready for our holidays. So, uh, let's start with Dr. Train, your final thoughts. Well, like I said, man, happy with the win. Looking forward to our game on Thursday. Let's get us to six and six, you know, and uh, see see how we finish off the season. Um, uh, I, I would definitely say I am looking forward to the 49ers and the Ravens. That has to be a good game. I don't care about any other game on Sunday, but I got to see that one. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Uh, are y'all are y'all in the same? Y'all 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 not in the same? Played this year? Are y'all, are y'all, y'all, y'all meeting nah, this year? Y'all? Nah, no. Oh, okay, no, Jason, okay. Jason okay, stayed home this year. Oh, I know that whole uh, Mary, that whole yeah, Mary thing. I, I, I understand. You know how that is. Mary got bought a house. New house, I stay home. <laughs> anyway, happy Thanksgiving to you both. Happy Thanksgiving to you, K Star. You know, I understand you enjoying the family. I'm about to go do the same thing because I got some folks here, but um. Go Bears. Okay. JB, final thoughts. 
Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, be safe, be blessed, and enjoy everything. Uh, as far as the Cowboys go, we're just going to leave it right there because, Train, you said it when you were talking about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. They tailored that whole offense towards him. Same with Cap, and look what happened. Uh, in other words, coaching matters. So hopefully better coaching will be on display on Thursday from the boys. So need that W. And um, wish I was home this year. Going to miss y'all, but love y'all to know that. I'm sending my love up to you. Be there for next year. All right. Sounds good. Uh, first thing is, I know K-Star went home to Indiana to be with the family. Uh, he said he would try to call in, but certainly we always understand. And so happy Thanksgiving to K-Star and his family out in Indiana. Excuse me. Um, on a football note, um, you know, you guys make a valid point about how, you know, back, uh, you know, Kaepernick um, and I, something rang a bell in my head, but isn't it the same guy like that, uh, that designed the offense for Kaepernick that helped to design the offense for Lamar Jackson? Isn't it the same guy? I, I got to research this, but something's ringing in my head that it might be the same guy. Um, uh, but anyway, um, you know, kudos to, to that. And, you know, to bring it kind of around to Dallas, I mean, we don't have, I mean, you know, there's, there really is no one like, like, uh, Lamar Jackson, but we got a guy back there that's got some agility. That's got some, you know, he's got a little wiggle. He's got a little pep in his step. And, you know, we, we see what it's doing around the league. I don't understand why we don't take more advantage of that. You know, it's it's an extra wrinkle that clearly defenses still are struggling with. I don't understand why the Cowboys aren't using that more. And and I think it was Des Bryant that tweeted as Jason Garrett watching this game. Um, you know, the 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 um, the Ravens uh, the Ravens um, who they just blow out uh, Rams game. And Des Bryant tweeted as Jason Garrett watching this game. So you know. Hey, there's no originals. Everything is stolen. Steal, you know. So, um, gotta get a win Thursday. Gotta get a win. I mean, there, there is there is no tomorrow to count to, to count. Uh, uh, Rocky three. Rocky was there with uh, Apollo, and Apollo couldn't get. You know, he, he couldn't get. He got whooped by Clubber Lang, aka Mr. T, and he just couldn't get over that whooping, and and couldn't get training. And Rocky said, and and, and uh, um, no, uh, Apollo Creed said, uh, no, it was Rocky that said, we'll get at it tomorrow. And Apollo Creed said, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Dallas, there is no tomorrow. This is a must win for so many reasons. Let's put it together. We've, we've been here before and we've executed. Let's go get it done. And then finally, uh, as Jay, Jay will tell you, this is our father's favorite holiday. Um, always difficult to not think about him for Thanksgiving. He loved being around family. He loved when people came over and, you know, our, our the Floyd house in Bristol was always open doors. And, you know, <laughs> our whole family knew mom was going to cook it up and set it off. And, uh, hey, come by, come by, say hello, get a plate, <laughs> you know, stay for a while if you can. If not, swing through, grab a plate and go. Uh, our Thanksgivings have gone from 50, 60 people. Now it's just immediate it's just the immediate family pretty much only a handful of us left uh we'll miss jb but i get it just like trained married got the house hey y'all gotta do what you gotta do i will say this to my co-hosts i want us to really get serious about looking at a way for us to get together um somewhere in this country we we, we hit 
know, all different areas of the country. I really think it's time that we look at something in the off season as to how we can get together or in the season, maybe next season, get together, go to a game, you know, uh, do a show together live at a bar, you know, let's make that happen. I don't know how long we're going to do this for. We could do this for 20 more years or we could do it for one more year. Who knows? I don't know. We're playing it by, by ear, but while we're still hungry and enjoying this, let's try to get together. And I think it is because it's Thanksgiving and it's a time for football, food, and family. And you guys are certainly part of my family. Okay. I always tell people train is the best friend I've never met. <laughs> best friend I have that I've never met, you know, but um, we got to do something about that. We got to get us four together and uh, break bread and just have some fun, do a show, watch a game, something. play some Madden, you know, so, so let's make it happen. So um, that's all I got. Everybody, uh, sincere from the bottom of my heart, have a great, great Thanksgiving, football, food, family, fun. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the weekend. Take some time to yourselves. And, hey, <laughs> I say it every week, and it, gets, it, it never gets old. All feuds will always be settled on the field. See you next Tuesday night. Good night, everybody. Bop 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 b